Welcome to the Holistic Mindset Podcast, a space dedicated to inspiring and empowering women in their personal and entrepreneurial journeys. I'm your host, Karen Taylor, a holistic life and mindset coach here on a mission to help you magnetize your manifestations and generate soulful success as an ambitious woman. This podcast is your go-to resource providing you with insightful conversations and actionable strategies that will unlock your potential, ignite your passion, empower you to fully embrace yourself and expand your mindset to new heights. Prepare to be motivated, inspired and empowered as we dive deep into the mindset, energetics and strategies needed to create your version of success. So, Let's get right into it. You guys, if you are listening to this in real time and it is Monday, the 12th of February, I have just launched my very first mastermind program today. It's called the Feminine CEO Mastermind. Now, this mastermind was designed for the ambitious woman who is in business in the early stages, who is wanting to cultivate more a deeper feminine connection. Someone who is wanting to step into the CEO mindset and learn how to align their belief systems to attract their manifestations in, within their life and within their business. And if you are wanting to learn how to regulate your nervous system, avoid the burnout, how to set yourself up for success in your day while having time for yourself, this mastermind is going to teach you everything you need to know about all of those things and more. And the incredible thing is I'm also bringing on four business guest speakers teaching you all things around how to create content, content pillars, personal branding on Instagram, how to market and sell yourself online, and how to manage your money in early stages of business and money mindset. You guys, I have incorporated everything you need to create success in your life and your business from a place of feminine leadership where it is intuitive it is heart-led it is aligned it is passionate and you're not feeling like you're constantly pushing shit up a hill and it feels like it's not working then there's something inside of you that needs to do this inner work that needs to work on the mindset the energetics to then elevate your growth in your business now doors are closing on the 23rd of february 2024 so if this is calling for you and you're like, fuck yes, this is exactly what I need for my life, my business right now, I encourage you go below, click the link, fill out your expression of interest. You guys, there are eight spots inside of this mastermind program. And before I've even officially launched, I've already sold four out of the eight spots to this program. So do not sit on this for too long. Fill out your expression of interest and let's have a chat. I'm so excited to see you in there. Welcome back to a guest episode this week, you guys. I am super excited to share this chat. Uh, as you guys have seen on my socials and even just what I was sharing in last week's episode, I've been diving deeper into a lot of my feminine. I've been diving deeper into meditation, breath work, 
the somatic work, right? Like that nervous system regulation. And I thought it'd be really fun to bring with you the conversation I had with my friend, Lauren. Now, Lauren is a yoga instructor by trade, but now she is moving into helping online entrepreneurs and business owners as well, reduce their stress and avoid burnout through using a lot of nervous system regulation tools, meditation, being able to be with your breath, be present in your moment, all those beautiful things that I have been implementing recently into my day-to-day life. So I thought I'd have her come on here and share her knowledge, share her wisdom and how she really helps support her clients and also what she does for herself as an online entrepreneur in managing her stress and still showing up and creating success at the same time. So I will present to you this amazing conversation that I know you're going to get so much out of and I will be in your ears next Monday. Welcome Lauren to the Holistic Mindset Podcast. How are you? I'm good. Thank you, Karen. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm so excited to have you on here and to share all your wisdom, all your knowledge when it comes to all things around stress management, nervous system regulation, obviously given like your background and your knowledge, like you are the perfect person to be uh, speaking on this topic. And I know a lot of my audience are going to need to hear this as well to help them with their journey. So first of all, do you want to just tell everyone a little bit about yourself, your journey and what you do? Yeah, amazing. Thank you, Karen. Thank you for having me on here. I love it. Okay, so basically I, you know, help busy, ambitious people, high performers and business owners really connect in with themselves and manage their stress. So for me personally, I don't believe in eliminating all of your stress, but let's work out ways of, you know, building that stress resilience. So then, you know, something that used to seem a 10 out of 10 stress is now only a one out of 10 stress. So that's something that I hugely work with, with my clients and my story and why I'm even in this space of stress management and mental health is because a few years ago, I was studying to be a paramedic and I'm sure you can relate to this, Karen. And, you know, you're studying really hard and you've got all of these expectations, both on yourself, both, you know, social from your family And, you know, I was always a high performer at school and at university. I'm just a massive nerd, so I love it. But at the same time, I'm always pushing for more and wanting to be the best at everything that I do. So during this time, I was working really hard at uni, was working part-time, which, you know, during all the breaks, I was working full-time, juggling that, juggling a relationship and also really pushing myself in the gym, training five to six days a week, really hard workouts, lifting weights. Um, And also during this time, especially towards the end of the degree, I was, you know, in a calorie deficit for so long too, because I wanted to be looking the best and trying to, you know, hit all the boxes in every single part of my life, putting just such pressure and high expectation for myself. And then it hit this point where I finished the degree, COVID hit. So the world went into complete chaos and mess and my body just didn't want to take it anymore. Because I think, you know, there's a point where our body is just going to cave and give up and give so many signs and signals that it needs to rest, it needs to slow down, that something's going to happen if we don't listen. And 
you know, we're all quite busy and we're ambitious and we don't listen and we push and push it until we're forced, until our back's up against the wall and we know that something needs to change. So that's exactly what happened to me. Um, you know, I was applying for all of the jobs and applying to be a paramedic is stressful enough as it is. And then COVID as well made it even more challenging because we couldn't really travel anywhere. I couldn't do any face-to-face assessments and interviews. So everything was very restricted, very minimal. Um, we had to rush the last pieces of assessment. Pra- uh, our practical got cancelled. So there was a lot of all of this stuff happening and I'm still, you know, working in my job, being surrounded by closed-minded people. So my environment was very draining as well until one day, you know, my cycle stopped and I'd never had any issues with my menstrual cycle at all. Everything was always regular. I wasn't on any contraceptive, so everything was flowing naturally. And, you know, it's two months, still didn't have my cycle. So I thought, okay, something is definitely wrong. I had these killer headaches, mood swings, so many signals my body was giving me. So I went to the doctor, had blood tests done, full panel, and when I went back to get the results, she sat me down and she said, your bloods are worse than a 70-year-old when looking at your female hormones. I remember thinking, wow, okay. Because everything before then, I'd always had blood tests done every year and I'd always been her perfect like model student as such because everything, yeah, was running perfectly fine. And she always was like, you're fine, you're healthy, everything's great. And then this time she was shocked. She goes, wow, your body has obviously taken a toll because for you to change so drastically in two months, we need to look further into this. So that was when my journey really started in looking at stress management and looking at the nervous system and mental health because I knew that everything that was going on in my life, I needed to look at it holistically. Um, So that's when I found yoga and started to really connect in and slow down and dropped away from going to the gym and pushing myself. And that's when I had to dive into like the mindsets kind of things, because why was I always pushing myself so hard? Why was I feeling like I was never enough? And there was never a point where I thought, oh, I've actually ticked that box. I was never happy with where I was at physically, you know, mentally, in my relationship, in work, in studies, in my career. So That was when I had to take a step back and the universe sort of forced me to do that. But at the same time, it was a beautiful period of my life where, um, you know, lifestyle changes were happening and introspection and reflection. And now I'm on the other side where I could see why all of this has happened. And it's a beautiful alignment path where, you know, I dropped away from the paramedic career. And I'm so glad that I did because doing the shift work, possibly moving away from home and family would have taken such a massive toll on me. It was scary to think where my life could have been if I had taken that path. Mm-hmm. So it's a huge time of grief, letting that job go that I put on a pedestal and being really true to myself. Um, I was doing a lot of like beach walks on my own, reflecting, journaling, getting into meditation, yoga, and um yeah, did my yoga teacher training because I loved the practice and loved how it made me feel. So I wanted to share that with the rest of the world. And then it just slowly aligned from there and, you know, said yes to mentoring and coaching and tapping into a business. And the last few months we've been delivering stress management to corporates and to everyday people. So that's where I'm at. (laughs) Bit of a long story. No, thank you for sharing all of that. And yeah, I hugely relate to a lot of those aspects within your story as well, to obviously being in nursing and, you know, like we just want to help and we think, yeah, this is the path that we'll take. And then it just ends yeah. up 
Yeah, worse. And it's funny, like uh, I've heard in the past as well, like when it comes to like these signs of like slowing down or something's wrong, it's like you get like the feather, the brick mm. or the truck. Yes. It takes people to get the, the freaking truck before they're like, oh, okay, something needs to change. Yeah. So which is why I like talking about this and sharing all this knowledge is so important. So then people can recognize when it is the feather or at least the brick first before they hit that truck and it's like rock bottom. Mm. So I would love to know, like, what are some because a lot of these women that are listening now are really ambitious. They most likely have businesses as well too. What are like those like feather or brick signs that people should really look out for that show like dysregulation within their nervous system and that something needs to change? Oh, I love this question. So I think the first thing in my experience and what I've seen in other people that tends to happen is just disconnecting with yourself so being really stuck in your mind having this go 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 mindset um and have a really good reflection of your life like do you set boundaries are you people pleasing where's your energy leaking out to do you take time to slow down or do you think you're always go 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 how do you feel when you wake up as well like how's your sleep if you're having a pretty good sleep but you're waking up still really tired that's a sign that you could be reaching burnout um, you know, in WPWI, which is my business, we really give out this this checklist, which is called a burnout checklist, and we go through, okay, so how much sunlight are you getting? What's your nutrition like? Are you eating regularly? Um, are you having self-reflection time? And it can just be one minute a day. Even when you wake up or you're drinking a coffee, no technology and just checking in, how do I feel today? How's my energy? Are there any emotions coming up? Um yeah, and having that time to really harness, okay, how do I feel inward? Because your inward, you know, your internal world is really going to reflect your external world and vice versa. So if I'm external environment's chaotic, that's going to make our internal environment chaotic and the same. So let's work on what we can control, which is our internal environment. So you know, getting, I get my clients to really just to take one or two minutes to take some deep breaths and slow down and just check in with themselves. That's probably the first step. So we can even notice the signs because the problem is when we go, 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 and we don't have those moments to slow down and stop, we don't even realize that we're maybe reaching high stress or burnout because we're not allowing those signs to come forward. Um, and also if we're in an environment of high stress, say if you are like working in these industries where, you know, in nursing or paramedicine or in these high stress environments, everyone around you is stressed. So we think that that's normal. So we might even unconsciously compare ourselves with others and think, well, you know, popping Panadol every day because we have headaches. Oh, that's normal like feeling bloated all the time. Oh, that's normal. But these are signs that the body's telling you that something's not right. And how are you going to know that until you actually take time to really reflect? Because you need to know your baseline first and what you, you know, what you feel like in a normal and tapping into that really when you have those moments of slowing down. So maybe when you go on holiday, like we just came back from a mastermind in Bali. So we had that time to slow down, to connect with nature, connect with ourselves, connect with community. Um, When you do that, how do you feel? Do you have clarity in your mind? Do you feel like your nervous system's regulated? Do you feel like you can tap into your body, into your heart space? Is your sleep a lot better, your energy a lot better? And then that is your baseline. And then when you're thrown into an environment where there's high stress, then how do you feel? What signs and symptoms are coming up? So headaches, bloating, like we've said, um, stress, tension in the neck and the shoulders, that's a big one. 
that's not normal. Just because 90% of society feel they have tight shoulders and neck doesn't mean it's normal. Um, feeling, yeah, on edge all of the time, maybe easily triggered. How do you communicate with your partner when you come home from work? Are you lashing out? Are you trying to find things that don't make you feel happy or calm? Or do you have that loving connection and communication when you get home from work? Because these are all signs that, you know, we're highly stressed because our loved ones are going to take the hit first. You know, when you're bubbling away and this pressure is building, we have to let it out. And a lot of the time when we're not letting out out in healthy ways like yoga and, you know, tuning into our emotions and processing and letting it go, it's going to come out in other ways, lashing out at colleagues at work, lashing out at our loved ones when we're home, our children, our family. So just noticing those patterns of behavior. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I love that you mentioned around like environment as well, because like even just reflecting back on my nursing career, like so many things were just like considered like the normal, mm. like people talking like, oh yeah, I only had five hours sleep because I did a double and haha, like this is what you do. And just, you know, yeah. like normal behaviors and normal lifestyles. I was like, oh, it's like this, what it is. Oh, okay. And you just kind of go along with it because you don't know any better. And the exactly. same goes with like, yeah, like health stuff, mindset stuff. Like it, you're all just a product of your environment. So it's not until you pull yourself out of that and then look at it from a bird's eye view after you've done some work or like, you know, done the stress solution program, you're like, well, okay, I need to make some changes now because this is actually not normal. And mm. you're right. Like once you know what that baseline is, you can then actually regulate yourself a lot better and handle more healthy stress when it comes to then applying yourself in other ways, especially like within business and any goals that you're trying to reach, you need a, you need a level of stress to kind yeah. of like motivate you a little bit. Right. But it's just, we don't know how to deal with that stress because we're not at a regulated baseline state. Like, is that exactly? Yeah. yeah, exactly. So everyone's got like a stress threshold and mm-hmm. everyone's going to have a different threshold depending on, yeah, their environment, what their conditions are like, their mindset, all of these factors come into play. How are they looking after themselves? Do they have movement practices, their nutrition, also their childhood, how they're brought up around stress? How do their parents deal with stress? So all of these factors have a play of where our stress threshold is, but we can work as you know, especially when we're growing up and we're becoming aware of these things on actually like heightening that stress threshold. So then things, like I said, are no longer a 10 out of 10 stress. They might just be a two. To get to your point of threshold where you go, okay, this is too much, it's going to take you so much longer to get there because your resilience has been built. So that's what we do through our programs. It's not like you said, it's not about eliminating that stress because, you know, if you've got no stress, you're bored and you're stagnant, you're going nowhere in life. You do need a level of stress that's actually pushing you in the direction that you want to go. So it's going to push you and propel you forward. However, when your stress gets too much, you can't cope, it's going to drag you back. So it's about finding that healthy level of stress, like you said, and that is different for everyone. It's going to take you time. It's going to try take trial and error. It's all about awareness, first of all. And then it's about, okay, how can I build my stress resilience? Mm, yeah, I love that. And obviously you've got like your breath work and your yoga background. Um, I'm curious to know, like, other than just like the ones you've already mentioned, like seeing that time for reflection and time alone, like what are some really good like daily practices or even like once a week things that people can do to really help them start doing this nervous system regulation and start to kind of work through their stress better through different practices? Mm, Yeah, I love that. So 
like when we work with, you know, busy people, workplaces, corporations, we go in there and yeah, we find their baseline. So that's step number one. And then really becoming aware of your day. What are sort of things that trigger you or, you know, make you feel really angry or stressed and heighten your nervous system? And you're going to feel that, right? Your heart starts to beat faster. You might get tightness in your stomach and just begin to notice those moments. Now, in those moments, they're going to be the moments where you really need to tap into reducing and lowering and regulating your nervous system. So a lot of the time we do these beautiful practices at home, but we're feeling pretty calm already. So we need to bring these practices into our day when we're not feeling so calm. So even when like you're stuck in traffic and you feel your nervous system heighten or we're, you know, stuck in a queue, um, you know, in the grocery store or something like that, or at work and our boss or our colleagues have said something that's triggered an emotion or a stress state, or we're trying to get a project done and, you know, time constrained and we're feeling stressed and overwhelmed then really choose something that's going that you know is going to help you. So whether that's doing a breath technique just for five rounds and you notice that your heart rate starts to slow down because we want to train our body to be able to cope in these high-stress states, yeah, in these environments. So bringing that threshold up so we're not reaching this heightened state is going to be done by doing these small practices. So even escaping just for a minute and going to the bathroom and tapping into your emotion. Okay, how do I feel? Where is it in the body? And then what can I do just to shift that a little bit, whether it's to shake that emotion out, do some kind of stretch or movement, whether it's to do a breathing technique. So one that we teach is just a simple one where you inhale for three seconds, exhale for six through the nose. So then your body feels safe. So if we don't feel safe and we're in this sympathetic state in this high stress, you know, heightened state in our body and we're holding on to it, you know, we become so tight, we become rigid, our decisions are no longer clear. We're not going to make decisions out of discernment. We're going to act out of fear and irrationality and probably regret what we say and what we do in those moments. So we really need to do these daily things, but every so often. So that's probably one of my steps. And then another one is just because we get into this stress stacking state as well. So say you're driving to work, you get stuck in traffic, boom, already in this stress state. Then your boss is calling you complaining about something. That's another stress state. You get to work and you're late, you're that's another stress state. And we just keep building and stacking and stacking, stacking until we get to this really heightened state. So preventing us from getting there in between the stress segments and stacking we need to bring something to bring us down into our parasympathetic in our rest and digest so slowing down with the breathing maybe getting some sunlight maybe having your lunch break outside and just noticing you know what do you see what do you smell what do you taste connecting with your food and avoiding conversations on your lunch break about work having that mental break as well so just seeing okay what is practical for me how where can i slot those little things in and it's going to look different for everyone because i'm a big believer on just doing something that's sustainable rather than having these grand ideas of being a monk and meditating for hours and it's not practical right so you know, we don't really believe here in, yeah, doing these amazing practices that take lengths of time. And then it's actually creating more stress because you can't get your work done (laughs) or it's taking time away from your family and your friends. And that's your priority as well. So it's just about how can I slot in one minute, 30 seconds, especially when you're in those heightened states to just calm and regulate that nervous system. Yeah. 
Yeah, I love that so much. Yeah, very similar to yeah what I teach some of my clients too, like for those who are business owners and, you know, don't have a boss or don't have a schedule or have anyone telling them what they need to do. And it is up to them, which then creates more stress sometimes. Yeah. Um, so I always let them know like, hey, like do a task and then, all right, regulate, come back. Okay, now switch to the other task or if they're coming home from their day jobs and then they want to jump straight into their business, I go, cool, just give yourself like 10 minutes, have a shower, breathe, get into it then start your next next task. Otherwise, as you said, it's just going to keep that stacking and that building. Um, so yeah, very, very much transferable stuff for those who are like in a job or those who are um, have running their own business. Obviously running your own business has so much more stress attached to it. Um, obviously Lauren and I are both in business as well. So we so understand and get those stresses. I'm curious, like even just from your own experiences, what's really helped you as an entrepreneur when it comes to dealing with your stress management and regulation, when you are trying to do all the things and you're doing your yoga and then you're doing business and then you've got your corporate um, program that you run too and all the things happening, like what do you do personally to help yourself during that? Yeah, I love that question. So I have my non-negotiables and that's going to look different for everyone. So my non-negotiable every single morning is to get up and do some kind of meditation, breath work for at least five to 10 minutes. That's my non-negotiable because I know if I start my day already on the go, go, go mindset and don't give myself that time to slow down and connect inward, then I'm never going to do it at any time of the day. It's not going to happen again in the afternoon because I'm already in my workflow and I'm already you know getting into the day. So as soon as I kind of get up, have a shower, I sit on the couch and I do that on my own. And then I turn to my journal and I just write down three things that I'm grateful for, set an intention for the day, which has been game changer. I've only done that for the last few months. So I actually have a journal that has all of this set out, which makes it so much easier to set my intention. And then um, at the end of the day or the next day, I'll do it where I'll say, okay, what was my favorite thing about the day before? Or you can do it that night. Um, So having that reflection of, okay, what made me feel good? What made me feel happy? What made me bring, you know, what allowed me to step into my highest version of myself? And then when you really reflect and write these down, it's beautiful because at the end of the month, you'll reflect back and go, oh my gosh, I was actually my best when I was doing this. I was at my best when I was doing this. This made me happy. This made me excited. This made me proud or passionate or whatever you want to feel. Um, and then you kind of get a list of these things. You're like, wow, I need to do more of these things. And then looking at your week, I make sure that I at least have one of those things, depending on what it is, because some of them can be, you know, a bit lengthy, a bit bigger, whether it's seeing friends, seeing family, going to the beach um, and just make sure I at least have one fun thing that's not work related, not not business related in my week. So they're sort of my main two. So just working out what your non-negotiables are. So for you, it might be walking the dog every morning for 20 minutes or going to the gym five days a week and making sure that you do those. and. Even if, okay, one day you wake up, you think, oh my gosh, I don't have the energy. Okay, so I don't want to go to the gym, but what is something else that I can do that is movement that's going to help me connect inward to my body? Now, it might be yoga, might be Pilates, or I might still keep the habit and go to the gym, but change what I'm doing and allow yourself to be okay with that. Um, yeah, I think they're my main things. And I also do a um, celebration journal. So that's something I started this year, whereas, you know, and it doesn't have to be business related. I think us entrepreneurs and business minded people are always like, I have to achieve in my business and then I can write it down in my journal. But, you know, little things like for me, 
Pa's Lauren two, three years ago, and this is something quite personal I'll share, would never have worn a bikini out in public and actually stood there and taken photos and been comfortable in a group of people. And I just did that in Bali. So for me, that's a massive win. So I'm going to write that down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So little things like that are actually huge things. And it's good to have those because then at the end of the month, you can reflect, go, wow, look at this and what I've done and the growth and the journey that I've been on. Because especially as entrepreneurs, like you said, you've got no one patting you on the back going, oh, you did a good job today, you know? So you've got to be the person to pat yourself on the back. And then that's also going to help your nervous system too and fill your cup up and make you feel like this journey is worth it because Sometimes we get so clouded and so caught up in the stress and the everyday overwhelm that we go, why are we even doing this? Why are we doing this to ourselves? Why are we doing business? And then we need to reflect, okay, this business that I'm doing, one, create that vision and that, you know, greater, bigger picture. And then two, why am I doing this for me? And business is a personal journey. Like personal development and personal growth can't get any bigger or better than being in business and being a business owner. So I think having a look at your journey, go, wow, look what I've done across the last few months. And that's really going to help you build that stress resilience and also that focus in business too. Thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast episode. I hope today's episode has inspired you and provided valuable insights to help you expand your mindset. Thank you for tuning in each week and being a part of my journey. If you loved this episode, go share it on your Instagram story and tag me so I can see it. Your support and engagement towards this podcast means the world to me. Now, remember, the only limit you have is the one you place on yourself. So keep expanding. Enjoy the rest of your week and I'll be in your ears next Monday. Thank you.